lovely listeners and welcome back to Nonsense Acknowledged with myself, Nicole Dixon. Hopefully you have had a really great time uh, since I last spoke to you all about public speaking and the like and hopefully you enjoyed that little podcast episode and that is the reason that you are back now. Um, Thank you to everyone who is coming back by the way. Um, There's been a lot more plays than I thought there was going to be of this. Hopefully soon I'm going to be able to get it up on um, iTunes, which would be ideal because it's a much easier way to access podcasts and it's generally just a lot more popular. So I'm trying to get that up on iTunes and hopefully that'll make it a bit easier, but keep an eye out on my Instagram, Nonsense Acknowledged, um, for any updates in regards to that. Anyway, thank you so much. A lot more people have listened to this than I thought initially. Um, I kind of properly started promoting it and getting it out there, which, you know, you need to do if you're going to try and make a somewhat successful or at least a podcast that people will be listening to. So I started doing that and it's been really awesome. I've had a few of my friends tell me that it's really good, which is awesome, Um, as well as my parents. I have four followers on SoundCloud now. Go me. (laughs) Either way, though. Thanks. Um, the small numbers, I know, but for me, it just makes me feel like you guys like listening to me do this sort of stuff and that I'm not just up in my head thinking I'm really good at speaking and really you're all just like, I'm going to listen out of sympathy so that you don't feel bad and have a bit of validation. But <laughs> anyway, thank you. No matter what, um, I do appreciate you listening to this. Uh, so in saying that, I will get along and we will talk about the episode's theme for this fortnight-ish, if I've edited this in time and get it up in the fortnight. What I want to talk about this time is stress. It's a very, very general concept. I know that. So it's not exactly niche, although it is, I guess, niche in the different ways that you experience stress. Now, I have spoken about this on my blog Gonna plug that too if you want to go and check it out. It's nicoleangela.com.au. Got a heap of blog posts up there. Do like writing, um, like talking more. My friends have told me to shut up before, so I know that I'm I'm a big talker when I want to be. <laughs> um, but if you do want to go and check it out, there's a blog post which is called Six Ways to Stress Less. Uh, I'm kind of basing it on that, taking a few of the things that I spoke about there and applying them to this and what I'm talking about but with some added other stuff as well since I've um, learned a bit more and and kind of updated the ways that I deal with stress during that time. There are a heap of other articles over there as well. If there's anything that you read on there that you want me to talk about more specifically maybe with the diabetes stuff just because I know that is more niche and maybe people want to know a bit more about my point of view dealing with it, having a friend who has it what it's like to have had diabetes for 20 years, just stuff like that. Um, Obviously, any of the articles up there, if you want me to do a podcast on, I 100% can. I just figure that stuff's a bit more niche and I have a a bit of a um, special view on it. So maybe you'd want to hear a bit more about that instead. But anyway, I'm going to stop plugging things and start actually getting on to the topic of this, which is stress. So... (laughs) There are a lot of different types of stress, obviously. Again, let me preface, I am not a qualified professional in any of this. I'm just a stress-ridden, cynical 22-year-old, so (laughs) I have my own point of view on this. 
But either way, common knowledge, there are different types of stress. You can have stress in relation to work, in relation to general home. You can have it in relation to family, friends, anything, really. If there is an element within your life that could make you stressed, at some point you will probably end up being stressed. That's just how most of us work. I guess for me, where I have the most knowledge is probably internal stress, things that I stress myself out over, even though I don't need to. It's not a reflection on the people around me per se, it's just a reflection on me freaking out about certain things in certain situations. Um, and I guess that reflects a bit more onto the topic of anxiety and being anxious rather than stress, but they do become one in the same, which I can elaborate on a little bit later. Uh, and then you've also got work. Someone like me, who I would consider myself quite an ambitious person, I can get stressed very easily around work as well, whether that be how good I'm doing, not getting enough things done, not having a high enough standard for what I want to be at. There's a whole range of things <laughs> that you can get stressed over. Um, so that is also another element of it. Obviously, if you've got issues going on with either your friends or family or something like that, that's a whole new level of stress and relationships as well, obviously. So... There's a lot of different little alleyways you can go down with stress. Hopefully you only have maybe one or two at a time and not too many because I feel like that's what leads you to a breakdown of some kind, which I laugh, but we don't want that to happen. So that's a very, 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 very general overview of stress um, and basically the way that I see it, the more obvious ones for me. I'm not going to get nitty gritty because that's not my place, but they exist so I'll talk a bit about my experience with stress. I guess for me, most of my stress comes from work, not necessarily the workplace or the work that I'm doing there, but the standards that I set for myself, which in turn stress myself out. So that's why I say work and not like my workplace or this pl one place that I worked at previously, because it's not the place itself. Very, very rarely is it. It's just me and <laughs> the way that I deal with it. I very much try to frame it so that when I come in, I want to be really good at what I'm doing. Like I said before, I'm quite an ambitious person. I set myself very particular standards and if I don't reach them, that's where the stress comes in. And then you can double down on that even. Something that I do is I'll get stressed about, am I doing this right? And then if I get told I'm doing it right, am I doing it well enough? And if I'm doing it well enough, yeah, but am I exceeding expectations? And there's just keeps kind of getting that level above and above and above, which is good to strive for, but you've just got to be careful that you don't stress yourself out too much over it. Because then getting stressed about that and coming from personal experience, then the logical part of your brain goes, you don't need to be stressed out over that. It's stupid to be stressed out over that because it's completely fine. And then you get stressed because you're stressing out about something that you shouldn't be stressing out about. <laughs> and that is the vicious circle that I go through with stress in terms of work. Um, so that's always an interesting experience in that aspect of it. So just be careful if you're someone who's super motivated, super ambitious, that is awesome. Always shoot for the stars and all that shit. <laughs> but just make sure 
that you give yourself a bit of time to de-stress or just avoid those stressful situations too because that's super important. In terms of general day-to-day stuff, I guess that kind of stress comes from a completely different ballpark, more so centred around maybe social stuff, maybe general home stuff and getting things done in time. Maybe you've got a really busy week and you've got FOMO or you are just going to everything and not having FOMO because you're doing everything, but that's overwhelming. So you don't have time for you or you don't have time to I don't know, clean your room like you wanted to do this week. Um, and that's kind of where it comes into making sure that you have time for yourself, which I'll get into tips and that sort of stuff um, soon. But that's one of the things that you definitely have control over. Maybe work might be super hectic and you've got like a really hard-ass boss or something like that. That's something that you kind of can't avoid unless you quit, but I don't know your circumstances. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) But the home stuff is something that most of the time... Again, I'll never say definites because everyone is different. Literally, everyone is different. That's not just a, a fancy little, you know, quote that I use. It's a legitimate thing. So everyone's different and maybe you don't have the opportunity to make those kind of changes now, but maybe try to or when you get the opportunity to try and employ some stress reduction techniques so that you are all good, you know, everyone kind of everyone exercises and keeps their body really fit and looks after that really well with good food and stuff. Um, And that should be applied mentally as well. And it's not necessarily all the time, but you should definitely try and look after your mind as much as you look after your body because it's, it's a part of your body, but a lot of the time it's separated. um, And it's really just about looking after yourself as a whole. And there's no shame in that. Another element that is quite niche to me in regards to stress um, is actually surrounding type 1 diabetes. I guess people that have some kind of condition or something as well will relate to this a little bit more because it's not necessarily stress surrounding other people or even yourself necessarily. It's a really weird grey area where... Maybe you just get stressed about the condition or whatever it is yourself. And it's just about that. It's not even about you having it. It's just about that. Personally, I get that in bits and pieces, but it's not incredibly prominent. Although with something that has to be moderated, like type 1 diabetes, there is always the stress around, I have to check my sugar now. I have to do this now. I have to step away from something that you're enjoying or maybe it's um, a lesson that you're learning that you're really invested in but you have to step away and monitor that or even worse you just get stressed about the fact that your blood sugars are always really high or really low and you can't get them back to normal or you're doing everything right that one specific day and your blood sugar still goes low. There are just a lot of different little stresses like that that are kind of weaving in throughout the day that Maybe they become big stresses and that's going back to probably like talking to people about it because that's a very selective issue. Um, But then you've just got those little stresses throughout the day that people may not even notice, especially if you don't want them to notice it. 
but just having to sit there and you know you, you've been doing things all day you've stayed up really late to finish off a uni assignment let's say and you forget that you need to change your insulin pump which I mean it's a five minute job it's not that crazy but when you are so tired that you can't keep your eyes open and you really just want to go to sleep but if you go to sleep your the insulin in the vial that you have in the insulin pump is going to run out which you can't really let it do especially not overnight so it's just those little weird things and hopefully you understood a little bit about what was going on with that please let me know in the comments of uh, SoundCloud or over on Instagram if you need me to explain this stuff a bit more but if you have someone who has type 1 diabetes I think you'll understand a little bit either way it's just one of those weird things where you kind of just go throughout your life and there are little stresses like that that kind of just become normal because it's associated with moderating the diabetes aspect of your life so that's a whole other ballpark um, that I could get into at a later date but they're kind of the main ones that I deal with if not frequently that exist in my life anyway I'm getting on a tangent um, I will go through now and talk about some tips that I have personally that I've employed that may or may not work for you you'll find out let me know in the comments of this recording on soundcloud or if you want to go and leave a little comment on one of the pictures over on my instagram nonsense acknowledged as always i'd love to hear about your stories or things that you do to stress less because i'm open for some new ideas as well always <laughs> some tips that i have that you might be able to employ to reduce your stress and just generally chill out a little bit more. Um, I guess the first one is kind of obvious, but is also something that relates more to myself as an introvert, is having some alone time um, and just kind of being by yourself for a little bit um, as someone who gets the energy from being alone for a little while yeah I love hanging out with my friends and people at work and that sort of stuff it's great but there are times that you need to just be by yourself and just recharge a little bit so depending on what that is for you whether it's watching Netflix watching YouTube which I do far too often <laughs> if it's just lighting a candle and meditating doesn't work for me could work for you I know a lot of people who meditate and it works for them. So if you want to do that, you can do that as well. But basically just let yourself be a recluse for a little while, even if it's just half an hour. Just kind of lets you sit back and maybe process your thoughts, just talk through them with yourself. Um, but it just it gives you that time for you, dedicated to you, whatever you want to do then. But it just relieves the stress of having to try and impress or socialize with other people so I find that really helps a lot just making sure you've got a little bit of time by yourself to just relax the next one that I have which is kind of a combination of two of the things I was going to talk about is point a is treat yourself <laughs> treating yourself I think is really important um, that ties into one of my other points which was shopping which is very niche and might just be me but shopping makes me a lot less stressed because it's just a bit of time for me get to go around and have a look at things even if it's just window shopping 
it calms me down. It's sad. I know I'm a shopaholic. You don't need to say anything, all right? But treating yourself in whatever way you find works best, that's also really, really important. So that I'm not going to go into because there is a vast array of things that you could do to treat yourself. So you can choose that one. Next, I might get a bit of backlash on because it's a cliche answer, but it does work. Not all the time for me, but exercise on and off is something that's really good. Obviously, there's the science behind it where it releases endorphins and it makes you more um, happy and that sort of stuff after you run or do whatever kind of exercise you're going to do. That's obviously really good. It's not always something that you want to do. Maybe you're having one of those days where lighting a candle and just lying down and doing nothing is going to make you feel better than going for a run and exhausting yourself. That's chill. Um, But I think if you do get in the mood to be able to do exercise, it genuinely does help reduce stress. So I'd say give it a go. See if it works for you. If not, that's cool. Skip that one. But on and off, it does work. (laughs) The next thing that I have on my list that I personally do that works really well is organization. Um, I'm a very kind of lists and planning centered person. If I have say a shopping list in my head and I've got like five items, I'll have to keep running through them mentally to remember what they are. So I don't forget anything when I go down to the supermarket or I could pull up the notes in my phone, write them down and then just backspace them once I've gotten them at the supermarket And then I don't have to remember about that thing. It doesn't take up that brain capacity that I could be using for planning another podcast. Who knows? (laughs) So I feel like organization is something that definitely helps. Lists. I always write out lists of things that I have to do, that I have to buy, really whatever it is. Writing it out instead of having to remember it and store it up in your mind is something that helps me a lot. As well as planning, Uh, usually I tend to plan like a week ahead of just, you know, stuff that I'm doing that week. Um, And honestly, that helps out a lot. Um, I always worry that I'm going to not turn up to something or I'm going to forget that something is on or double book myself. Uh, So I almost always write stuff down. I have a little planner on my desk that's like a weekly planner that I can write stuff on, which is awesome. I also have various different notebooks around my room and I've got a little calendar app on my phone as well um if you're curious the one that I use is Rooster it's quite cool um I just wanted a different layout to the kind of Apple's calendar one it didn't work for me uh so this one works really well but that just means that if I write it down and I can set alarms and stuff that I will remember to do it um And, you know, within those days, I'll then have checklists of things that I have to do if there's important things. Um, Like I moved recently and had to change over my address on all these various things. So kind of kept track of which ones I changed and which ones I had to call and et cetera, et cetera. But organization is a big one for me. Um, And I feel like unless you've got a really good memory, which I'm (laughs) 50-50, then I think making those lists and scheduling is really important. Plus it's just good practice, especially if you go into like some kind of office environment, it's, it's good practice. So I think that's definitely one to employ. And also the last one 
When it comes to stress, this is an obvious answer that everyone says, but there's a reason that everybody says it, and that is talking about it. It's very interesting keeping something bottled up versus just talking about it and getting it off your chest. Um, I think in my blog post I brought this up as well and basically said that, you know, sometimes I can come off as like I'm complaining a little bit which is true, um, and I do it a little bit, but it's not like I'm malicious. It's just like, oh, yeah, so this thing happened today and this is how I felt about it. Then someone's like, oh, yeah, that sucks. That's not great. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's not, but it's all right because of this. And they're like, yeah, that's true. And sometimes that's honestly all I need, just to be able to voice something, get it off my chest, have someone validate it or tell me I'm wrong or something. And then once it's verbally out, it's not in my head anymore, there's less stress attached to it. Again, may not work for everybody, but generally talking to people about what you're feeling and what kind of stresses you are going through is going to help you one way or another. So I highly recommend talking to someone, whether it's friends, family, psychologist, therapist, whoever you want to or can talk to um, about it, depending obviously on the level of severity of where this stress is coming from, then definitely do it. Because I think in essence, those are a few things that can really help you um, in terms of reducing stress. There's obviously other little things like stress balls, which I used to have. And just whenever you're feeling like a little bit stressed out or angry or something like that, just squeeze them and I don't even know the signs behind it but it works and it's strange but that's fine (laughs) and so I guess that's the main things that I use anyway to reduce my stress so I hope you kind of picked up on a couple of those if any of them work for you let me know because that's really awesome Um, or if you already use them let me know too um, over on my Instagram nonsense acknowledged but basically in summary It's okay to be stressed. Personally, I like there to be a little bit of stress in my life because I know that there's something that I'm striving for or working towards. If there's too much, it gets overwhelming and that's obviously not fun anymore. But I think having that little element of stress kind of just keeps you on edge and keeps pushing you a little bit. So I think it's okay to be a little bit stressed, but there's a line that it gets to in which I would encourage you to use some of the things that I've spoken about or to go and talk to someone externally and get an actual professional opinion. Um, But these are free things, you know, that can help you out. Um, Oh, professional me as well. Something else that is pretty good, which I don't use because it's a meditation app, is an app called Calm. There's lots of stuff that that can help you kind of uh, like read you stories to sleep and then there's music or um, sound effects that you can listen to. There's also audio guided meditations which are really good. I gave a few of them a go but I just meditation is not my thing. (laughs) But yeah point being it's okay to be stressed. It is okay to take time for yourself to just chill out. Maybe you already know that and good for you but if you're like, no, I've got so much on and I really just need to do this and that and I've got to meet up with this person and then this person's having a party and I don't want to miss out on that, just know that it's okay if you take time for yourself. If you say to someone, oh, sorry, no, I can't. I can't do lunch that day. I just, I need a little bit of time. I've been super busy. I mean, 95% of people are going to understand. 
take the time for yourself because you can. So that is my little wrap up of stress and all things stress related or reducing stress, ideally. So now we come along to the other two segments that I haven't gotten feedback on. So I'm going to assume that everybody likes them. And that's the acknowledgement corner and nugget of nonsense. So this week uh, for the acknowledgement corner, I am going to acknowledge um, basically a group of my friends, which seems dodgy and it's not selling out technically because I'm just doing this off my own back because I think they're cool. Um, But... I'm going to just do a little bit of promo um, for some of my friends in the Brisbane theatre scene. So at the time of recording this, I'm actually going to a little fundraising event for some of my friends' theatre ensemble, which is called the Sui Ensemble. So basically, uh, they're a little Brisbane theatre company. Uh, They've had a few different performances that have been put on in the past. Uh, They've gone to Melbourne as well to perform in one of the fringe festivals there, which I actually went and saw. And they're just a really awesome group of people, very interactive theatre that breaks barriers a little bit. And it's honestly such an immersive experience. And knowing the people in the ensemble as well are just super lovely people. And I really want the ensemble to do well and do more performances and tour more because they really deserve it. And I know that, you know, not as many people uh, listen to this podcast that do already know about the Sui Ensemble but hopefully this can reach a few more people and you'll go over and check them out and see what they're doing or even come to what I'm going to acknowledge uh, which is their tragic trivia night which is the fundraising event um, that I'm going to which is super awesome so not only are you raising money to help towards their ensemble um, as well as acknowledging the awesome venue that they always hold it at but it's also just a really awesome time like I'm not gonna lie it's great basically you just go in there have a lot of fun Um, there's three hosts up there all in drag looking completely fabulous And just being incredible public speakers. You guys know that I love my public speaking as per the last episode. And they are amazing at it. It's such an inclusive night. Even if you aren't really up in the theatre scene, if you turn up and just give your go at trivia, then you'll be accepted. It's honestly such a lovely night. And the fact that it's going towards some of my friends and their ensemble that just makes me even more happy. So definitely, if you want to go and check that out, the nights are themed, which is super cool because fact about me, I love dressing up. I think it's so much fun. So they have their different tragic trivia nights, uh, usually with different themes. So from memory, and I could be getting this wrong, so head over to their page on Facebook as well and on Instagram. So that'll be the Sui Ensemble. Uh, Sui is S-U-I. If you go and check them out on Facebook, the Sui Ensemble, and also over on Instagram as well, that'd be awesome. Um, I think they also have pages specifically dedicated to Tragic Trivia as well. Um, Either way, go check them out. Um, I know there's one today as I'm filming it, um, and also one at the end of August, and I think September as well. But if you go and check that out, you'll be able to find out the dates, and just go and have a look at it, follow their stuff. I really encourage you to. Um, I know it's a cop-out <laughs> having the acknowledgement corner be my friends, but that's what you get for being my friend. You get to have a shout-out 
on a podcast that nobody listens to, you're welcome. That's my acknowledgement corner for this podcast episode. Now, the next bit, of course, is the nugget of nonsense. I, this week, kind of struggled, honestly, to find something to talk about, uh, just because I've been really busy just getting settled in the new place that I'm living at, which is awesome, by the way, Um, and just generally other stuff going on in a day-to-day life. I've been a bit hectic, but I did have a light bulb moment of what to talk about, as usual. I just whipped out my phone and started recording, this time talking about driving. I'm not an experienced driver, so maybe what I talk about in this little section isn't news to you. I guess it's not really news to me either, it's just that I'm now experiencing this firsthand. But either way, definitely have a listen and let me know what you think about my opinions on drivers and driving. So here it is. So I've just recently moved into a new place and that's kind of meant that I've had to start driving a lot further to and from work and other stuff that I do a lot more often now. It used to be kind of a five minute trip for me. Now it's about half an hour, which is totally fine. Um, I'm totally okay with that. I actually don't mind driving as long as it's not too stressful. The issue is I've now started driving to places that have a lot more traffic. You can probably hear my uh, car in the background right now, but that's fine. So I've started driving more often in more densely populated areas something that I have found out so I I wouldn't classify myself as a bad driver wouldn't necessarily say I'm good either I'd say that I'm probably somewhere in the middle but I'm definitely a nervous driver and that for me mostly comes down to probably road rules and people road rules can be complicated because there could be like a fork and you've got to be in one lane or the other but it doesn't quite make sense which one you should be in until you're up close and then you've got to try and merge and then that's hectic and all that sort of stuff but I guess it comes down to more for me what makes me nervous is the people and I don't know if it's because I start thinking that I'm a bit of a a better driver which means everyone else around me is crap (laughs) which probably not true they're probably not bad drivers I'm just antsy but so when I drive I really keep an eye out for other drivers, especially if they're trying to merge or they're trying to turn and get places, especially if they're in a rush, which I'm sorry, but if you're in such a rush to get somewhere, wake up 10 minutes earlier. Don't almost take me out in a car to try and get where you're going on time. I'm sure if you're five minutes late, that's going to be better than not getting there at all because you're in the hospital. So sorry to rant, but it's the truth. Basically what I'm saying is you need to keep an eye out for other people because you can control what you do, but you cannot control what other people do. So please, 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 when you're driving, obviously know what you're doing, but also keep an eye out for other people just in case that one person decides to run a red light or merge in really quickly or jump across two lanes on a highway and cut you off. Like, just keep an eye out, please. I know I shouldn't be, like, the one talking and I'm pretty much preaching to the choir because most people I know drive and I'm one of the newer people to driving. But, I mean, it's a general rule. But just in case you haven't heard it today, you'll hear it from me. Please just be careful on the road. Keep an eye out for other people. Check yourself before you wreck yourself and your car. And just, you know, be a responsible adult because... I mean, we're not all successful in it, definitely not myself, but we can give it a damn good shot. (laughs) Thanks, bye. 
See, look at me go, ending on some actual good advice at the end of there. I feel like that's a theme though, ending on really good advice that's really obvious that most people already know. Anyway, hopefully you liked listening to that as well. Uh, Let me know about your driving experience. Obviously, I am much more inexperienced compared to a lot of people I know, um, but maybe you feel the same and this is just something that doesn't go away. It's not something that I've just discovered. It's a general driving thing, which I think it is just kind of being annoyed at other people on the road. Obviously, road rage is a thing. Try not to do that too much. If you do, like just I don't know, yell in your car, don't like get out of your car because that's creepy. Anyway, I hope that you really, really enjoyed this episode. Um, Being about stress, a little bit less about professional development and maybe a little bit more about personal. Um, I really like talking about this sort of stuff as well, obviously. If you have a look over on my Instagram, it's uh, career and lifestyle and type 1 diabetes. So (laughs) that's um, the basis of what I want to talk about, basically. And this is a lot more lifestyle. So anyway, if all has gone right, I will have uploaded this the fortnight after the last time that I uploaded. So look at me, keeping promises. And if everything goes well again, I will be uploading in another fortnight, which would be ideal. That'd be nice if I could keep to a schedule because that makes me stress less. So if you want to head over to my Instagram, Nonsense Acknowledged, and give it a follow, that would be amazing. Post various different things over there, but especially in regards to the episodes as well. That would be absolutely awesome. Anyway, feedback is always welcome. So let me know any improvements that I can have or what you do like about it. I hope you guys have an absolutely lovely week. Try and stress a little bit less. If you want to use any of the tips that I have told you about in this episode, awesome. Hopefully they get put to good use. And I will also try and have a lovely week. And you will hear from me again in another fortnight. Have a lovely time, guys. Bye. Hey, guys. So editor's note. Editor being me, of course. One man show here. Um, but I really just wanted to add in right now this little end bit because I have just checked and it's probably not a big feat, but I'm excited anyway, that you can now find me on iTunes podcasts, which is super exciting. I got approved by that. So to make your life easier to be able to listen to this podcast on the go, download it beforehand while you're in Wi-Fi and then listen to it later, head over and search either Nonsense Acknowledged or it shows up much easier if you actually search Nicole Angela. It's just the NA logo that's on there. If you click on that one, type in Nicole Angela and I come up first, I think, which, you know, hair flick, but that's really exciting for me. So if you want to head over, that would be amazing. Alrighty, guys. Bye.